Yeah. Uh. It's savings one on one. You feel me? I teach you how to save. You earn your money. You earn your money. I know you can. I teach you how to save. Don't waste your money, but bank your money. Don't spend your end. I teach you how to save. Your bank account will be filling out with them dividends. So I teach you how to save. Welcome, wealth builders, to Cafe Moolah, your spot for wealth building information, wisdom, and a pep talk. This is 100 Wealth Building Secrets with James Marshall, podcast number three. Increase your activity and decrease your complaining. I'm your host, James Marshall, a registered investment advisor and president of Marshall Wealth Management, a registered investment advisory firm registered here in Texas and in Kentucky. For the past 30 years, I've been educating, advising, and managing wealth for diverse families all over the country. But today I'm going to share my knowledge and a cup of coffee with you. And all it'll cost you is an open mind. These series of podcasts are based on my book, 100 Wealth Building Secrets. And if you don't have a copy, I'll tell you how to at the end of the show. I will be talking about different concepts of wealth building, some financial, some emotional, some physical, and yes, some spiritual. The bottom line is you will leave with some knowledge and knowledge is wealth. So why should you listen? Well, listening to my podcast, it's actually a way to advance your thinking about money and wealth, how you get it, how to protect it, and how to pass it on. So if you want to grow, protect, or pass on your finances, you need to be listening and listening often. So whether you're walking, running, exercising, or having a cup of beverage, whatever it is, no no judgments, clear your mind, purify your thoughts, and let's have at it. Now, as we do every week, we have this Definition of financial terms from A to Z. And this week we're on B as in bear market. What is a bear market? A bear market is a prolonged period of time in which the investment's prices fall. And this is accompanied by widespread pessimism. If the period of falling stock prices is short and immediately follows a period of stock rising, uh, instead of it being called a, a bear market, it's now called a correction. And bear markets usually occur when the economy is in a recession or there's unemployment and where unemployment is high, or when inflation is rising quickly. Now, the most famous bear market in U.S. history was the Great Depression in the 1930s. Uh, the term bear has been used as a financial context since at least the early 18th century. So the key thing is to know that bear markets sometimes create an opportunity to buy good stocks at low prices. So don't fear the bear. Embrace the bear. All right. I believe almost every problem has a solution. And to get to that solution takes action. And every problem has a process that one should consider taking to solve that problem. And step in this process is to identify the problem. Second, research possible solutions to the problem. Then decide on a course of action for the problem. Test the solution, adjust and improve the solution if needed, and then solve the problem. So let's take a look at that. Identify the problem. The problem is, hey, I want to retire when I'm 65 and I'm 50 now and I only have $50,000 and only have uh, $500 a month to save. How do I solve this problem? Well, that's your problem. The problem is how do you make sure that you can accumulate the amount of money that you need to retire 15 years from now? Research possible solutions. Well, you could save more money. You could be more aggressive. You could reduce the amount of money that you need at retirement, or you can work longer. There's always four steps you can take or four approaches you can take towards dealing with a retirement problem. Save more, 
be more aggressive with the investments, require less money at retirement, or work longer. Okay, second one, research possible solutions. We'll take a look at different options. You know, what investments will get you the return that you need to retire in 15 years or to accumulate the money that you want in 15 years? How have those investments done over the last 15 years? Test it out. Then you want to decide on a course of action. I've decided I'm going to save more. I'm going to reduce my spending now, save more money towards retirement. I've decided I'm going to just be more aggressive. I'm going to buy more growth-oriented stocks so that I can get a higher return. Whatever that action that you decide on, then you want to test it, back test it. Make sure those investments have, in fact, gotten that return over the last 15 years, not just the last two years. Can you, in fact, cut your spending to make more money available to save towards retirement? Test those things. Then you have to make the adjustments. Well, you found that maybe you could only free up an additional $100 a month, so now you have $600 a month to save. Will they get you to your goal at 8%? Do you need to try and get a return of 9%. Uh, well, I'm not that aggressive. I'm going to be um, more conservative. Maybe I want to try to get 6 or 7% return. Well, can you get there with $600 a month? If so, maybe I need to change something else. So you make the adjustments that you need to. And then you solve the problem. Put the plan into action. That's the key thing. But nowhere does it say, nowhere does it say complain about the problem. You know, recently I ran into an old mentor that I hadn't seen in about 30 years. Back when I was in college, you know, it was great seeing him and catching up with how things are going with him. He's, you know, in his late 70s now. And during our conversation, I told him that over the years, while I was growing my financial planning practice and dealing with the challenges that I had to deal with, I often thought about him and remember the things that he he said to me during that time. In particular, uh, one instance where I went to him uh, really complaining and and, and crying. Let me me tell you what happened. I was a a junior in college and I was about six months into my first business. It was a hair salon. I don't do hair, but it seemed like a good idea to uh, open up a hair salon. Uh, So, you know, I thought I could make it work and, you know, it was not working. I was having issues. And I uh, went to him complaining about all the stress that I had to deal with. You know, all hair was breaking loose and I didn't know what to do or what I was going to do for that matter. So I went to him complaining about how hard it is and how unfair things are. And, oh, wow, why does it have to be happening to me? And he looked at me and he said, look me right in the eyes. <laughs> and he said straight with no chaser. What do you expect? What do you expect? If it were easy, everybody be doing it. Now get out of my office. And go make it work or let it go. You have to make the decision. Make it work or let it go, but make a decision. Here's the thing. If you think you can or you can't do something, either way, you're right. So you got to stop complaining about it and take action. You cannot control what you cannot control, but you can change what you can control. And you need to start taking the action that you can and not worry about the things that you can't control. You know, it was it was great advice he gave me, and I certainly did heed those words, and I went out and I did what I needed to do at that time. Today, we are fortunate to have with us one of my lifelong friends and business mentors. This man has taught me the order of survival in the financial services business back when I was scratching and clawing to survive at New York Life back in Washington, D.C. I want to welcome to the show Mr. C.L. Sedwick. C.L. has been in the financial services business for over 40 years, and he has the scars to prove it. So here with C.L. Sedwick, who's uh, been in the uh, insurance business for about 40 years. I've known you for about, what, 25 years? Yeah, 25 years. 25 years. And, you know, I've always known you as a straight shooter who knows a lot of things and given me a lot of advice over the years. And, you know, my listeners basically want to know what you have to say about this concept of stop complaining and be more active. So what's your thoughts? Well, 
when you're a new agent, you probably have someone telling you exactly what you should do and how you should do it. And then after you get some experience, you start to realize that I have to make this my, my business. And because of that, you may get away from the fundamentals a lot of times. Not completely away, but some way you get away from it. And when you do, you can get into a slump. Now, a slump is when you have business and it's not consistent. So what you're doing is you are seeing uh, not enough people and the results is starting to be limited. Okay, so you have to always remember to, uh, to get a certain amount of business. You have to make sure you have enough people to see and the numbers are for real then they don't change uh, I was taught 10 appointments see eight people and make three sales and if you want larger sales you have to see clients who have the ability to afford larger premiums thus the activity you're right activity and how would you equate that activity mentality into just a regular Joe Smo who's not a salesman but who's just out there trying to survive in life but also needs to stop complaining about what he doesn't have and start doing how would you equate that well I think what happens in in life is that you have to decide what you're willing to do in order to get to where you want to go and sometimes that means you might have to wait, work twice as hard uh, to get the results you want. So that means if you, uh, you're working a nine to five, maybe you have to get a part-time to make up the difference. But everybody should have goals. And I'm, th- I'm pretty sure that if you have a goal, then you're more apt to succeed when you know where you're going. Because the goals are basically give you a roadmap on what you need to do to get to the to finish your goal on an annual basis. Can, can you think of a time like in your life? Now we're sitting here at the uh, nice little restaurant here in Maryland outside of D.C. When you look back over your life, some of the things that you did right and wrong that helped you or hampered you from being successful and as it relates to this activity question. What are some of the things you might have done differently that comes to mind that at that moment you knew that if only you had taken a different action, things would have been different? When you, when you go on your last appointment for the day, whenever that time is, whoever it is, instead of going back to your office or going and relaxing, what you need to do is see one more person. The bottom line is simply this. You have to put the time in, and the more time you put in, the better you are. You don't have to be a good salesperson to make a, lo- a lot of money. What you have to be is an energetic person, somebody who's willing to go the extra step. So the bottom line is when you think you've taken enough, enough steps, take one more. Take one more. All right. Well, take this, one more. Those are words of wisdom. Thank you, CL. I appreciate you sharing it with me, and I, I'm so glad that we were able to talk and, 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 and you can share the things you've been telling me over the years with the folk who are listening to me. Hopefully they're listening. They may say, what, CL said, I ain't listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> or they may just ring your phone off the hook now wanting to get some more pearls of knowledge. Well, the, well, the one thing is, is that there's nothing new under the sun. Amen. And whatever I'm saying, someone else has said it before, but saying it and doing it is two different things. That is the truth. And that's why they keep recruiting agents every day because Mm. it looks easy, but it's definitely not easy. Nothing easy about it. Nothing easy about it. I used to tell agents years ago when I was a young, young man, I used to tell agents when they asked me, how hard is the insurance business? I would say the insurance business is as hard as wrestling a gorilla in a phone booth with a door lock. (laughs) That's how hard it is. And if you're lucky enough to get out of the phone booth alive, 
you might end up being rich in the insurance business. There are some rich agents. But you got to survive first. Huh? You got to survive. All right, brother. Thank you. Appreciate you. All right, all right, all right. That's all we have for today. But your learning does not have to stop here. As I say all the time, hey, go over to our uh, website, MarshallYourMoney.com, or follow me on Twitter at James Marshall at Marshall Wealth, or like me on Facebook at BlackFamilyWealth at Facebook.com. You can check out one of our newsletters or articles or videos on our website, which is, once again, MarshallYourMoney.com. And, as well, you can check us out at BlackFamilyWealth.com. Now, sign up for our email list and get a free copy of my book, 100 Wealth Building Secrets. So, you can get a free copy of the book if you sign up uh, for our email list on MarshallYourMoney.com. Once you put your information in, we'll mail you out a copy of the book free of charge. Now, you can download our free app called the Hive Wealth Building System. Right now, we're waiting for Apple to approve it, but it is available now on Google Gameplay. So, it's a great app that will allow you to start putting into place the whole concept of multifamily, multi-generational wealth. So, definitely go by and check it out. We're still in the beta stage, so any uh, feedback you can give us will certainly be extremely helpful. And of course, you can like this podcast. Don't miss an opportunity in the future by going ahead and subscribing to it now. But key thing is liking it for now and giving us some feedback. Leave us a post. Share it with a friend. Listen to it. Pass it on. Forward it. Uh, share the wealth. Knowledge is wealth. So listen, once again, I want to thank you for listening. And until next week, keep building wealth. Yeah. Uh. It's saving one on one. You feel me? I teach you how to save. You earn your money, you earn your money. I know you can. I teach you how to save. Don't waste your money, but bank your money. Don't spend your end. I teach you how to save. Your bank account will be spilling out with them dividends. I teach you how to save. Rule number one: if it ain't making money, it ain't making sense.